podcast. Beepin' hard. You gave me diabetes. This coffee tastes like shit. Then he fucking rips out his entrails slowly. What the fuck is happening? Stay, bitch. Oh, God, right in the car. Beepin' hard. Sometimes. On this week's episode, we talk about the 1985 Lovecraftian horror movie, Reanimator. <laughs> <laughs> After an on-new medical student arrives on campus, a dedicated local and his girlfriend become involved in bizarre experiments centering around the reanimation of dead tissue. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Reanimator, yeah. Reanimator is directed by Stuart Gordon and produced by Brian Yesna. The film stars Jeffrey Combs as Herbert West, Bruce Abbott as Dan Kane, Abbott, Abbott, David Gale as Dr. Carl Hill, Barbara Crampton as I don't know Meg, <laughs> as Megan, David Gale and Robert Sampson. As you can tell, Dylan's not here. Or maybe you didn't. Maybe you couldn't tell. Maybe you thought that was actually him. Maybe. It might be him. He'll probably come back a little bit later and give his uh, his honest opinion on it, which... The still living ghost of Dylan. <laughs> yeah, the living ghost of Dylan. <laughs> he, uh, he's on vacation, and Brandon is on a staycation today. Staycation? Staycation, yeah. Well, it's uh, like the first day that him and Autumn have oh, free time. So they're roosting. Yeah, they're roosting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, what do you think about it, Doug? Oh, it's... It's a classic. It's for its time. It is one of the best movies I I could find for that time frame. I mean, besides uh, the thing. Yeah, and Evil Dead. Evil, Evil Dead, Dead too. It's another one that's... for those for that time. Uh, like is it nineteen eighty five? Yep, eighty five. Uh, for the eighties is like a staple for the horror like film industry. I think. I agree. I agree 100%. It should be one of those movies that you have to watch to get into like horror movies. It should be on the list of movies you need to kind of watch. You know what I mean? Training film. <laughs> yeah. It's like you ease into it and on that list of easing into it, down the line a little bit because I mean there's a lot of fucking gore and there's tits and there's dick. And oh there's, yeah. Yeah, this wasn't even rated. Well, so, did you watch a director's cut? Is there a director's cut? I watched it on Tubi. So whatever... Cut was on Tubi is what I watched. I remember there being a lot more swinging pickle. Oh, like that big fucking guy. Yeah. Like when he got like juiced up, he starts running around the fucking thing. But I think his hammer was going. And his hog swings. Oh. Yeah. Like I remember that. Or is that a different movie? That was this one. I I don't recall seeing his hog swing. I do see. I do. Yeah. I did see a lot of dead dick when he's when they're laying on the ground. Oh yeah, fat dead dick too. Yeah, fat dead dick. You see a lot of that. You see fat dead titties. Fat dead titties in the beginning. You see. Normal titties when they have the sex scene, and then you see her same boobies when she's like on the table. And then you see zombie tits, like burnt yeah. zombie tits. There's <laughs> burnt zombie dick. There was a burnt zombie dick. Yes. Because when uh, well, we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but at the, when Doctor West has the zombies Weast. all rise up, West. rise up, they um, you see a Herbert bunch of West. fucking soft dicks, and I said, no wonder why this was unrated. This is the '80s, you know, and there's pickle. There's tons of gore, right off the bat. There's gore, you know, and it makes sense too. I mean, also if they, I read something that if they were to make this like, if they put this out and try to get it at like to what the standard should have been, I think R or maybe something close to that, they would have had like 20 minutes worth of film because it was, and it wouldn't made any fucking sense because there's just so much shit that they would have. They to took a, I heard they took a lot out when with the original viewing. 
They probably did. They or, probably or, did. I can't remember. If it, or was it the first time it was to VHS or something? I can't remember. Possibly. I know a lot of times when they when they put it on like VHS or whatever they put it on, there there's either like missing things or they show things that they cut out, like like you know, the, like old scenes that they wanted to put in, but they it wouldn't make the cut. This was done though in 18 days. This is from start to finish, 18 days. Yeah. Oh, uh, what's it called? I read an interview with the Barbara girl. Yeah, the Barbara girl. The Barbara girl. <laughs> Meg. 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 Okay, but uh, <laughs> yeah, they're so like, she's like, yeah, we did some cocaine. I mean, it was the eighties. We we needed to stay up to do this shit. Makes it's sense. It's like the like the last day we all stayed up, did cocaine, and we finished the movie. Cocaine in the eighties is like energy drinks to the two thousands. Pretty you know I mean? much. Everyone has a fucking energy drink in their hand. Back then, anyone, everyone had a little little baggy cocaine that they just, you know... One of those rings. Like that pop open. Yeah, with a little tiny scoop around. They just yep. take a quick bump, and then they get them through their day. Who, who am I to judge? You know what I mean? Uh, whatever. <laughs> I'm not judging them at all. I did love the gore in this movie, too. I thought it was so fucking good. Like, the practical effects were so good. It was... A lot of it was really fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah. Even, like, the... The brains that they use, they use like real cow brains and shit, and like different types of meat, all like rounded up. Who I can't remember if it was the cat or a head that smashed up against the wall, and there's just like a chunk of like meat there, and then it like falls off. Like I think it might have been the cat. It might have been the cat when he threw it. Yeah, I think it might have. Like, like yes, yeah, like that is beautiful. So there's a rumor that they actually used a real dead cat when it was in the refrigerator. When he opens it up and it's a cat dead details later or whatever. Yeah. But they use a real cat for that part. Like a real dead cat. You know how like you, um, I don't know where the fuck they would find it to be honest with you. But they had a dead cat. And then they used a puppet afterwards. Well, I could find dead cats. Yeah. I mean, just go take a take a drive down on the highway. No, uh, a you, dead cat. you could buy them online. A dead cat? Yeah, for um, learning purposes. Oh, for like that. Dissection. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they reek of formaldehyde, but fuck. Yeah, you know what? I the only thing I ever dissected, I dissected a pig, a shark, and I think a pig's uterus. Ooh, which is weird. There's like you see the uterus and there's a bunch of like like lumps in it, and there's like little baby pigs inside of it. And it was fucking gross, but you know, for science, of course. I did it for science. <laughs> I did it for fun. <laughs> <laughs> what's it called? Um, I dissected. Well, what's it called? I didn't dissect it, but uh, we uh, me and the girlfriend. Back when she was selling oddities, she uh, had a sale on these things called Wonder Wombs. They were a bunch of various wombs that were like, uh, we just got shipped to us. And you could slice it open and see what animal it is. Jesus you, Christ. Like, you don't know what, what animal's inside. What and the fuck, dude? We, no, we got them and they were like air sealed. Yeah. Like vacuum packed. And full formaldehyde and all that shit. We just shipped them out. We people bought them. Oh yeah, like schools or just like normal random people. Weirdos, like (laughs) fucking yeah. That's so fucked. My people. That's who. (laughs) That's so fucked up. Like, come on, kids, gather around. We have a wonder womb. Let's cut it on open. Oh, it's great because it's like they get to do it themselves. Like everyone who collects wet specimens, they're. They want, like, sometimes fetuses. Yeah. And, uh, what's it called? These were all stillborn or fucking, uh, not stillborn. Uh, they were all animals that had to be euthanized for some medical problem they were pregnant. It's not like they were killed just for the yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they, uh, they found an opportunity and they took it and they made a little bit of money off a, uh... Wonder Womb. Wonder Womb. I wonder, 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 what's in a Wonder Womb? <laughs> I don't, but, you know, to each their own, I guess. But like it's an experience too, like uh, like cutting it, like dissecting it to you, to see what's inside. Yeah, that's why people collect wet specimens. It's like curiosity and it's learning things. Like when I'm making my sculptures and shit, sometimes I look at some of the shit in my uh, in my collection for inspiration. You know, some do it for collection purposes. Some do it for you know Dahmer esque reasons. You know, I do it for science. <laughs> I want to make a zombie and. That'll never leave. <laughs> Isn't that what he did? Dahmer made like try to make zombies that wouldn't leave him. Sex zombies. That's what it said on the fucking uh, the the TV. Like 
for his, that show. Yeah, he was there with a power drill trying to give the guy a lobotomy. Yeah, drilling into his fucking head. He would have been better off with a fucking like ice pick into the eyeball after he like smothered the guy with ether. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> sure. Don't take tips from me, guys. <laughs> it's all trial and error. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> I um. So I watched this again today. I didn't have to. I feel like I've watched this movie twenty fucking times. But I, I did notice some little funny things, like um, the scene where they first introduce Herbert West to um the doctor, <laughs> and he he puts his hand out. Doctor King goes his chicken. He hand. doesn't even. Like yeah, he him. walks right fucking by him. He. I think, so what, Herbert West came from H.P. Lovecraft, correct? Herbert West, yes, he did. So he's public domain now, right? Um, the character, Herbert West, is, per, is uh, public domain, right? I believe so, yes. I think so, because I did see something where there was Kanye West reanimator. Oh, God. And it's some kind of, like, it's a book by H.P. Lovecraft and Joshua Chaplinsky. So, yeah, you could buy Kanye West reanimator on Amazon right now. I would not do that. It has a 4.5 out of 5, and it's on Goodreads, and it says, Jesus is just the beginning, and it's a picture of him and then Jay-Z's heads in a bowl. You want to see it? <sighs> Take a look. <laughs> I figured there was some kind of thing that it was public domain, because I saw there was, like, comic books with, like, I... crossovers with Reanimator and Evil Dead, and there's just, like, a lot of crossovers with Reanimator. Well, you figure, fucking, it was back in the... Shit, 1920s and 1930s. Yeah, 1922. I believe, yeah. yeah. Herbert West Reanimator. So, like... 1922. I remember all this shit, like... Because I'm a very big Lovecraft fan. So, I think after so many years, it does fall into public domain. Yeah, I... Um, Unless we, you renew a thing. I can't remember what it is. The rights. You have to renew the rights to it. There's something like that, but obviously H.P. Lovecraft's not renewing him because he's, he's dead. Oh, yeah. yeah. He ain't renewing shit. Well, you think that is pub like, well, I think he was self-published. I can't remember shit. Weird <laughs> Tales, I think. I don't know if Weird Tales um, like mainly bought his shit or like published it or I have no idea. I know that his thing was in Weird Tales a lot. I don't know. I, I was just looking right now to see like different crossover stuff from like where Herbert West went and was in other series. I did, of course, I found the Kanye West one earlier. I found the Evil Dead one where him and Ash like cross paths. Then I mean, there's other movies though too. There's Bride of Reanimator, which comes directly after this. I watched some of that. How did you like it? It's as good as this one. Like from I what that. I saw, I heard that it I is a it, continuation. Though. Actually, it goes more into the story. Because, okay. like, I could go into the what happens in the book, but I have no fucking clue what happens in The Bride. Like, I only watch, like, 30, 40 minutes of it, and then I'm like, I'm so tired. I <laughs> we could talk about the book a little bit. I was just going to go and say a couple movies that I found here. Also, there's Beyond Reanimator, which came out in 2003. I think these were, um, wasn't Reanimator with Charles, like, written by Charles Band, or not written by Charles Band, but published by Charles Band, who is, um... The founder of Full Moon Features. Doesn't he have something to do with that? I have no clue. Alright. <laughs> well, I know there's other... There's definitely a bunch of like knockoff reanimator movies that you could probably watch on Tubi that are close to what it is, but not, you know, the actual thing. There is one other movie that's similar to Reanimator, and it's called From Beyond. And I believe it's the same people who made the first reanimator movie, yeah. From Beyond. I didn't watch that one, though. I just watched, you know, the one that we're supposed to watch today, just reanimator, but... I am interested in watching From Beyond. It looks like gory and fucked up just like this. All right. So um, you were talking a little bit about the book. You read the original Reanimator book? Oh, yeah. How was it? It's it's good. I mean, like for its time and whatever, the verbiage is a little weird sometimes like that you have to like get into it. If It, it can be dry. But uh, if you got an audiobook, find a nice British guy to fucking narrate it for you. <laughs> They're always the best, though. They, like, especially like, for H.P. Lovecraft, you need a British guy. Was H.P. Lovecraft British? I don't fucking know, but I'll tell you what. It fits the fucking Eldridge build. I mean, uh, yeah, build. Yeah, and in, and in my fucking... head he is. In my head he is. 1922? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, he's British, 100%. Maybe, I don't He might not be. I might be completely Lovecraft. (laughs) Lovecraftian horror. (laughs) (laughs) I want him to speak very, very calmly. I'm actually... Maybe I will read an audio... Or listen to an audio book on this. Because I actually really enjoyed this movie. If you... So... If you'd want to hear the... uh, I think Horror Babble has the best one. Audiobooks? For for, uh, HP Lovecraft. How Um, much are they? Free! On Google Podcasts. That's what I like to hear. And actually, there is a whole thing of... Give me a second here. We're on Google Podcasts. Spotify. I don't think we're on... Or no, we're on Apple Podcasts. There's one that's like done like done now. I, I have like four fucking things here. I mean like podcast apps. Yeah. On Pocket Casts, you get the complete Cthulhu Mythos by HP Lovecraft. Uh, and it's free? Free. Yeah, there's 14 stories. Dude, sign me the fuck up. Nameless City, The Hound, The Festival, Whisper in the Darkness, <laughs> Dreams of the Witch House, At the Mountains of Madness. You know what? That that's the one I always hear about. Or no, I'm thinking of them in the mouth of madness, and that's a. Uh, I think that's the same. I I mean similar similar movie. Not the mouth. similar idea. I think it is. In the mouth of madness. It's a fucking. I think that's a John Car. Is that a John Carpenter movie? I it think they be. took it from H.P. Lovecraft. They changed it. Yeah. Because uh, I think it still wasn't. It might have been copyright at that time. Maybe I can't remember. But I believe that it's it's on the same lines. It is a John Carpenter movie. I thought so. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm not going to read any of these books. I think I read 20 books in my entire fucking life, and I just I appreciate it, right? And I respect the fuck out of people who like to read because it's pretty like uh, it's a it's a nice intelligent thing to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would rather get my fucking quick fix and either get it spoken to me. Or watch a movie about it. I have read like a few good books, but I'm just like, if it's old and it's like that old fucking H.P. Lovecraft type shit, I don't know. I feel like it wouldn't be the same for me. It, what's it called? It is different. Like, I have a hard time reading. Like, because I'm a little dyslexic, so I can't. Like, I'll keep reading the same fucking sentence over and over and I won't realize that I'm fucking <laughs> doing it and I'll get pissed off. <laughs> But like, if, um, he inserts the reanimator juice in his neck. He inserts the reanimator juice in his neck. He inserts of. the reanimator juice in his neck. But like, um, if I'm, I like to listen to an audiobook and read along. Oh, okay. So like, that's how I get the best understanding out of all this. Yeah, and that's why I did with this. It would be nice to do it in like on a long car ride. Fucking what read? Tur- <laughs> yeah, read. Read while you're driving, <laughs> 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 and then take notes. Have this hand holding a book, have this hand holding your pen, and then have the thing on your lap. What can go wrong? No, I'm fucking, you know, have like an audio book on. Like you have like a two-hour drive. Put that shit on, have Morgan Freeman reading to you. It would be the most relaxing drive ever. What's it called? Um, actually, H.P. Lovecraft like got me into uh, like the audio like renditions or whatever by the people that make them or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's what got me like listening to podcasts. Because of that? Yeah, yeah, because I was at work and I wanted to listen to stories and they're like public domains. Like, okay. So I like looked it up on Google Podcasts and I started on Horror Babble and it's like, that guy has a whole bunch of old, old shit that is, uh, and newer shit, like, but it's like the old classic people like Algernon uh, Blackwood, uh, I can't remember the other guy. There's like, an HP Lovecraft and there's like four big ones. Yeah. I can't remember their names off the top of my fucking head. Did Alfred Hitchcock have books or did he only have movies? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I know he had movies. That's for sure. I know. Vincent Price. I don't know. He had movies as well. I know he did. I've seen some of them. <laughs> it was astounding. Astounding. I really fucking liked how they brought the cat back. I know we're oh talking about that. But I like how he's, like, Wes is so fucking subtle with it. He's like, cat dead details later. He says to him, he puts, like, on a little note. He did not in the movie I saw. Didn't he? He said, what am I going to do? Just leave a note that says, 
Cat Dad details later. Oh, he, he oh. spoke that. Oh, okay. I thought he said he left a note. No, that would be fucking funny. That would have been hilarious. I left a note on the fridge. What? And then like, it cuts <laughs> away of him looking at it. And it just says that like on a small little sticky note. I figured as the movie went on, he was going to perfect his formula and bring the people back. Because he tried it originally with the his teacher. And his fucking eyes blew up. <laughs> right, in the, right in the beginning of the movie, first scene, his fucking eyes blow up and it looks like his head's about to explode. Oh, what was his name? That was um, with Dr. Gruber. Gruber. That's yeah, it. Dr. Gruber. Yeah, uh, but he was studying abroad over in Switzerland. Yes. yes. And I figured uh, as it went on, they were going to perfect the formula. And then, you know, at the end, they're going to have like actual people coming back and not being dead. You know, because most of the time they'd reanimate them back and they'd be all fucked up or they'd be zombies. Like, they brought back that giant fucking Jack dude in the morgue. Arnold. He was Arnold's stunt double. That guy. I believe that. Yeah. Big motherfucker. Probably has a hammer on him. But they brought him back and he just goes apeshit and then fucking kills. What's, what was the guy's name? The doctor. The one who was... Um, it begins with an H. His doctor. Uh, oh, you mean the dean. The dean, yeah. What the fuck was it? Um, with an H. Heisley? No. Let me see here. I have it written It's down. the same last name as fucking Megan, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I Meg! Heard. Meg! The Dean! What's it say, the Dean? <laughs> I want to find it. I'm just curious. I want to fucking find it, though. Uh, I didn't write it down. What a piece of shit I am. Anyway, kills the Dean and then beats him the, off the wall like fucking and Beats seven. him off. Beats him off. <laughs> <laughs> beats him off. The wall. <laughs> <laughs> right before he kills him, he fucking gets him off quick, jays him, and that's how they make that green goo. <laughs> it's mix... one of the ingredients. Yeah. I mean, you... you need some semen and you need a, a glow stick, and then you just mix it together, and then that's it. It's actually made out of reptilian cells. That too. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact. The Inunaki. What's the name? Inunaki no. cells. No, actually in the book and actually in uh, whatever the hell it's called, Bride of Reanimator. Like, you can see it, it's like an, he's like, oh, it's an iguana! No, or sudden, I don't know. Oh, right, Ripta- really? I thought you were fucking around. No, no! What? I didn't know that. I have to watch Bride of Reanimator now. <laughs> and then when no one else could show up, you and I will do Bride of Reanimator. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> we'll just do all the fucking reanimator. Then we'll review Kanye West reanimator as well. We'll just keep going with them. In the book, I'm trying to think. Yeah, they did start off at medical school. But then... They got kicked out of medical school. As you would. As yep. you would, yes. Yep. For bringing, trying to bring dead shit back. So the guy was like, fuck it, I'm going to do this around town. And he <laughs> fucks shit up around town. And then they're like, oh, fuck. So they joined the army and they're like, yo, there's a bunch of corpses here we could fuck with. <laughs> and that's where uh, the Bride of Reanimator picks up. When they're in the army, bring him back. Okay. So we got like, <sighs> Herbert West goes to fucking Canada. Gets his medical degree because he got kicked out of fucking school and uh, starts practicing on these fucking corpses. And then they're like, yo, we got to get out of Dodge now. Like, we got to get out of the army because I think a bombshell hit their fucking, whatever it's called, their uh, medical tent. Oh, shit. Okay. So they got uh, out of there, but uh, they reanimated this general. Or not general. Uh, they reanimated this really smart pilot or something. Mm-hmm. Or his head, at least. They, they reanimate a head again? Yeah, and they left it in the tent. They thought that the whole thing like caught a fire. They didn't look for it or anything like that. Yeah. Comes back to haunt him in the end. I need to watch this. Yeah, I'm going Well, to... I don't know. I'm talking about the book. Oh, and in the, in the... I'm sure it's close. Maybe. I don't yeah, know. I'm sure it's close. There's I, like no love interest though. Oh. So did they? Did they not return and show what happened to at the end with um, Barb when or Megan when they bring her back? Did they not like? There's none of that. So it doesn't pick right up from oh, that wait. part. Well, what's it called? It gives. I, I can't remember because I only saw forty minutes of it. Okay, because I know at the end the well, we're jumping right to the end here. But Megan gets killed in the elevator scene, yes. and then he fucking injects her with the stuff and then you hear her scream at the end <laughs> yeah so it's like she's back but I thought they would pick up right after that they have her heart for some reason like Herbert West gives him a heart so I think they Frankenstein the bitch <laughs> and that's how they made the movie Frankenhooker 
Pretty much. Have you ever seen that? No. I want to. You ever see zombie strippers? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to see that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> like, like going back to what I said, I thought that it was going to get better. Like his experiments, but it seemed like they kind of did, but kind of didn't. I mean, it got to the point where Doctor uh, Carl Hill. He gets he gets fucking beheaded because he's about to blackmail him and steal all of Herbert's West stuff, all, all his uh, his research and shit. So he gets fucking beheaded with the shovel. That was one of the most legit beheadings with a shovel I have ever seen. Yeah, yeah, they did it the way that it would probably be done. Yeah, because normally they would swing it. And then you just see the head fly off. No, he jammed that in and stepped on it like twice. Yeah. It didn't happen all in the first one. It's like, nope. dude, good for you guys. You went into detail with an actual shovel kill. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of the people that were in this movie were like first time actors and they were all like special effects people. Really? So, yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure a lot of them were like in like acting school and all that kind of stuff together. So it seemed like they knew their shit because a lot of the stuff looked real and it looked good and like the kills were... You know, like it, like you said, it wasn't just they swung the fucking, they swung the the shovel and its head just pops off. It was like an actual kill. And then it showed it too, like the shovel knocking his head off. And then... That he, was nice. Yeah, like it was. And then he fucking reanimates the head. But the body's also, you know, moving as well. I did, I did hear something too that they had, they were going to write in a few more scenes where it explains how he's able to move the body around. Using like telekinesis or whatever. They are connected, actually, even in the book. The telekinesis thing. It's they kind of scrapped it in the movie. It's played at. Yeah. It's not like like you could make inferences about it yourself. Mm-hmm. That was the same thing with the movie. They they didn't want to just be like make it so black and white. We're like, yeah, he's using fucking telekinesis. They they more so wanted you to just know that just because you're watching. It's like, well, yeah, he's. The fucking head is being carried around by a body. It's more so a hive mind. What is? The zo- like the, the reanimated. It's a hive mind? Pretty much. Who would be like the, the queen of the hive? It's a collective. So you're telling me if... So say at the... There doesn't need to be a head for a hive mind. But oh, actually doesn't? the head was the head. The that I was mentioning about that airplane pilot. Because he... Uh, What's it called? The guy was going into detail about how like solid this guy's mind was and how intelligent this fucker was. Mm-hmm. And it was a shame that he died or something. Mm. Okay. I mean, it would make sense though that if it was a hive mind because after Dr. Carl Hill gets beheaded and his body knocks out West and he takes all his research and shit and he takes the, the girlfriend, he fucking reanimates all those other dead people and they work for him. You well, know, he lobotomized them. Yeah, but like you know what I mean. He's like the leader of them. Even, even her dad was working with him for a little bit until he kind of like came to and then helped. But I feel like we're uh, we're close to the scene that <laughs> the scene that was kind of the the most fucked up one of them all. You know what I'm talking about? Where oh the head, yeah, the head was gonna give head. Yeah, more so like some lingus there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you? Did you Zombie go- lingus. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also heard that that scene is where Dr. Hill, him in real life, his when his wife was watching a viewing, yeah. she got up, left, and then they got a divorce like really soon after that. So they said that that scene led to his fucking divorce. And Barbara didn't give a fuck about it. Yeah, I was on coke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's all like coked up. She probably didn't give a fuck. I mean, if she gave a fuck, she wouldn't have done it. You know no, I mean? she's an actor. Yeah. And I, I don't know why... You know, maybe there's probably more to the divorce, but that was just, you know, oh, you speculation. Final fucking nail in the coffin. It could have been, yeah. That could have been like the last oh, one. That bitch was that insecure. Fuck you. <laughs> but that scene I thought was going to push it over the edge. I was like, holy shit, we're going to see like uh, a grape scene. Grape. Here. A fucking grape scene. And then Herbert Wetz walks right in at the last moment and kind of, you know, saves the day, as you would say. But I thought it was going to get pushed too far. And I'm, I'm actually glad it didn't. I think it was better off that they didn't do that. You know? The zombie can't get it up. Yeah. yeah. It was just a head. What's he gonna do? Unless he fucking squirts some of that reanimator juice right in his dick hole. Ooh. That'll get it up. You know what? It probably would. 
give it a mind of its own, that would become the real <laughs> the real hive mind right there. That'd be the real brain. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so, I can't remember too like I I'm flopping back and forth between the book and uh whatever. Uh there was no like enemy, pretty much. In the book? No, uh I think the enemy was Herbert West's pride. Mm, because okay, like a it became uh, an obsession, like, and eventually all those th- things, like, uh, in the first part of the story, or whatever, he reanimates this big old hooligan, and they can't find him. And th- throughout the whole movie, that or not movie, the whole book, he feels like someone's fucking following him, but it's made out to be, like, paranoia, but he actually is being followed. By who? Uh, now, this is the reanimator. This is the brighter reanimator, right? This is like the reanimator re- Herbert West As a whole. Book. Okay. Yeah, the Herbert West book, whatever. What would you ask? I didn't ask you anything. You are just going, you were just talking about... Um, I think it was a giant um, Polish man. Who, oh, who was following him. Yeah. yeah, I think it was actually a giant Polish man. Uh, just wanted some pierogies and holishki. Well, he got knocked out. <laughs> yeah. He got knocked out and killed in a boxing match, like a bare knuckle boxing match. Oh shit! And they're like, "Yo, I'm gonna, I'll take care of it." And uh, or wait, was that later on down the road? That was, oh, I'm confusing shit. There's so many like reanimated, so it, it it gets confusing. I think they were in a farmhouse. Okay. Yeah, they were in a farmhouse. And they reanimated some guy that they dug up from a potter's field, like where they would bury the dead when they uh, didn't really have a lot of money. So they just like really just threw corpses into the ground in like a pine box and buried them. Like very cheap, whatever. Yeah. So they get one of the fresh corpses and they bring it to a farmhouse. They try the reanimator fluid or whatever. With some result, um, they like jump out a window because they got scared as shit. This, this thing was going ape shit and like knocks over some lab equipment and catches the barn on fire. They figured that the thing died, mm-hmm. but it's hinted at that it's not because he was trying to go back into his grave. Like the the purpose of this um, of that thing's life was it's because it was pissed off, I guess, at Herbert West from bringing him back. Yeah. So it had it was like he wanted to die. So it had like a conscience, and it like it kind of knew what was going on. It I, wasn't just like a brainless zombie. Some yeah, he had some intelligence or whatever. But there was was some like brain damage, I guess, from the lack of oxygen. I guess it was explaining too. But like, uh, I'm trying to think. Like he was trying to uh, dig up his own grave to go back. Okay. Because he wanted to be dead. Ah, uh, now. I know how you said before. There's so many parts. Yeah, there was. A, this is a six-part book, correct? Because they were trying to make seven. I think seven. I heard that they were trying to make this movie at first when they when they pitched this movie. They tried to pitch it as a six-part series, where they're gonna have six parts of it instead of one movie. And then because you know a different shit going wrong, and movies were popular and more popular in series, they were just like, "Fuck it, we're just gonna make it into a singular movie." It would be hard to condense that. Like, even reading it, it's, like, a couple hours. Yeah. Maybe, actually, I don't know, I can figure it out. Give me a second. (laughs) Oh, another thing I wanted to bring up was, you know how we're talking about how, like, gory it was and how they used, like, cow brains and all that kind of shit? Well, they used, like, 24, I believe, gallons of blood. And and the fucking, and most scenes took, like, a ton of blood to make, right? Well, if they, they had to, like get it all right on the first take because if they didn't they'd have to clean up the entire set to redo it like the different scenes that have like blood and stuff going on in them so they most of those scenes that you saw with like a lot of gore and blood and everything going wrong were done in one one take because if they didn't they would have to clean the whole fucking thing up and start over i would never want to clean that shit up no red is so hard to get out yeah and i'm sure it's fucking sticky and just it the stuff probably smells bad too i'm sure a lot of it smells bad because it's like meat and stuff that they're using too you know what i mean Uh, it could be fake meat unless they're using real meat right they use real meat what and they use real cow brains too so you know that stuff fucking stunk 
because they're saying that they all used um they all had like plastic bags and stuff on them because they didn't want to get all over their clothes and the one guy who obviously had to get it on him like had to get the blood and all this stuff on him he went to a gas station not realizing how like dirty he was and the gas station attendant was freaked the fuck out thinking he was like something was really wrong with him because it looked that real which is kind of cool you know and for this being like Stuart Gordon's like one of his first projects it's just I don't know it's kind of fucking crazy you know, it's like usually your first one is never this good or like, you know, it's talked about after so many years. I don't know how this was his first. Like this like was solid. Everything about it was solid. I'm going to look it up right now. I, I believe this is his first. Yeah, it was his first screenplay. Even the acting though. Because he was, he was a writer for Bleacher Bums in 1979. <laughs> and in 1984 and 1985, he had 22 episodes of ER, the TV series. But then, but then in 1985 and 1986, he had Reanimator and From Beyond. Then he was on Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> <laughs> Robot Jocks, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Body Snatchers, Castle Freak, The Dentist, Robo Warriors, Space Truckers. Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. The Dentist 2. And then he was in two episodes of Masters of Horror. He was in other shit too, but those are like the main ones. <clears throat> Should have stuck to horror. Yeah, I mean, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids are pretty popular. Oh, Rick Moranis. Mm. Rick Moranis. What do you mean? You don't, you don't know who Rick Moranis is? They do with the glasses. Mm. So he, he, he has a sad story. He was pretty fucking popular in the 80s and 90s, like early 90s. Well, I think think the story goes this way i could be wrong his wife had cancer Oof. died and they had like two or three kids and he quit his acting career to take care of the kids and raise the kids pretty fucking noble guy honestly he's uh, you never hear anything bad about him he's he sounds like he's a solid fucking dude you know it sucks that that happened to him you know but hire a nanny no I'm kidding <laughs> it'd be cool if like he made a, a comeback now i don't know if, i mean i think he's still alive but it'd be sweet like his kids are grown and then he just like makes a comeback now, and everyone's like, "Oh, we love this fucking guy." And he, and he becomes like a cherished actor, kind of like how um, what's his face, like Nicholas Cage. You know how he's cherished. <laughs> you know everyone loves him. So you know how we were talking about like Stuart Gordon's movies. Well, he was going to do a movie instead of From Beyond called Dagon. Oh, that's also H.P. Lovecraft, correct? Where it's like the fish Dagon. people. Dagon. Where it's like the fish people. Yes. Okay, he was going to do that one. But I believe it was Charles Band talked him out of it because he didn't want to do a movie about like fish people. So they did From Beyond instead as like the follow up to Reanimator. What's it called? I don't know if it. Well, there's a, a H.P. Lovecraft book called Dagon. I can't remember. I was just gonna ask you what the fuck is Dagon about? Just fish people? They go to a town and they're like. Um, there is the Church of Dagon in uh, Shadows over Innsmouth. Okay. And that pretty much touches base on the history of Dagon and how it influenced the people there. All right. So it's, let me see here. There is a Dagon movie, but it looks like fucking shit. It's a 2001 horror fantasy movie. I mean, it has a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb, 69% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's on Tubi. If it has a good thing on Rotten Tomatoes, it probably fucking sucks. <laughs> oh, shit. This is actually directed by Stuart Gordon. It might have some redeeming qualities. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, so this is, <laughs> we just went back and forth twice there. We're like, no, it's going to suck. All right, never mind. All right, it's probably all right. So this Dagon movie, which was directed by Stuart Gordon and written by... Dennis Paoli. It's loosely based on the H.P. Lovecraft short story Dagon, 1919, and his 1931 novella, The Shadow Over Innsmouth. The film takes place in Imboca, a Spanish adaptation of Innsmouth. The film marked the last role of Francisco Rabel. Rabal? I don't know. Rabel, Rabel, Rabel! He died two months before it was, was released. So, But yeah, so he was a, he did do a part of that. So I'm guessing Stuart Gordon's a big fucking fan of H.P. Lovecraft by the you know, all his movies that he's doing. Except for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. There's no... H.P. Lovecraft didn't do shit about that. He didn't write any of that stuff. I can't remember Shadows Over as too much. 
I like hear like parody, not parodies, or like um, Cthulhu mythos like things that are like kind of on the realm of it. I remember this guy goes to fucking Innsmouth. I don't know if he stays at a hotel, gets told like, yo, you can't be outside past a certain hour. And they're like, these people are all like fucking kind of weird looking. You got big old fucking flopping feet, buggy eyes and shit. And he was... uh, But they're still passable as human. It just looks like they're all inbred. (laughs) So, Kentucky? They call it the look. Okay. (laughs) Actually, it's called the look in the the Innsmouth look. (laughs) But eventually, uh, he goes... Uh, to the hotel or wherever he's staying at, and I think they were going to try to kill him. And he, like, locks his door. Like, yeah. he, he has a multi-tool in his pocket. He's like, yo, this this thing isn't going to keep me safe. So he, like, screws shit into the door. So they, they couldn't open up the fucking door, and he's like, fuck this, I'm going to... He, like, breaks down doors and, like, jumps out a window Goes to the Church of Dagon or something like that. I don't know, fucking know. And then they worship Cthulhu, and then that's what. Raises. No, they worship Dagon, and that's what raises the the people up, the fish people. No, they made a pact with Dagon. Sorry, I'm reading here about Kanye West Reanimator. I'm I'm 100 buying this book to read it. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you how it was. Another one. Yeah, I am. I'm getting this book 100. You know, I said I've read 20 books in my life. Yeah. I'm about to read 21. Kanye West Reanimator, H.P. Lovecraft, and Joshua Chaplinsky. Jesus is just... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm buying it. I'm actually going to buy it right after the podcast. I feel like P. Diddy Combs would fucking be a better Herbert West. <laughs> Probably. Probably. And I saw in the picture they had Jay-Z's head as Dr. Carl. Honestly, Exhibit would make a better <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> would make a better Herbert West than Kanye West. <laughs> That's funny that they that they <laughs> did that. <laughs> what would you like? Would you pick anybody to play Herbert West instead of Herbert West? He played a perfect role. Yeah, I thought he was really like really really fucking because good. he like he was he arrogant it, but with a touch of madness. Yeah, and I, I thought he. I mean, he wasn't really known before that, but he was obsessed. Like, and he didn't care. He was fixated on a goal mm-hmm. and he w- was like driven like he had all these qualities that he showed every moment on screen i think a good person to play herbert west could have been tom cruise in the 80s fuck no you don't think so no i think he could do it or nicholas cage <sighs> i think nicholas cage i honestly think nicholas cage could could do it seriously i really do believe he could do it because he would act so much you know herbert west does not flip out like that. Well, he might. He he might. You eventually, know. does murder people. There you go. Like uh, I think at the end of the book, he was like in a cottage in the woods. Like that's one of the fucking the ending places. Uh, and this guy who's like lost. He got imported from some place to Mexico. Work. No, may, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Seriously, maybe. I oh, don't, shit. <laughs> I'll just throw it out there. I have no idea. He's a. Uh, but he knocks on the door. He's like, yeah. Like Herbert West asks, like, yo, so no one knows you around here? Like, no. Like, he shoots him. <laughs> no, he stabs him in the. No, he stabs him in the neck with a fucking. The reanimator sh- stuff? No. A knockout syringe. Mm, okay. And then he smothers him with a pillow later to kill him and then reanimates him in uh, front of his assistant, which is whoever the fuck it is. So he, he becomes a fucking murderer. He murdered a couple people and he paid people. He said, uh... Well, I mean, he murdered Dr. Carl Hill, so... Well, the I'm show. in the book. Not in the book? The, no, that guy doesn't exist in the oh, book. okay. So well, if he does, uh, this is not like that. Okay. Who? Okay, so you wouldn't recast anybody else. I would put Nicolas Cage in there just because I love Nicolas Cage. What would you reanimate? Like if you had to start, say you had to start small and then go to a person. I don't have to go anywhere because I already have it. And he's already reanimated. Gary Busey. 
<laughs> you think that's what happened after his motorcycle accident? Yes. They just hit him with reanimator juice, and that's why he's all crazy and shit. That is exactly what I think. <laughs> that's why he's a different guy now. Yes. Makes sense, doesn't it? It does. But they got to him kind of late, and that's why there was a lot of brain death. <laughs> that's so fucked up. That is so fucked up. Does it make sense? Yes. It does make sense. What about you? I would start with... Um, actually, I don't think I'd just start. I think I'd just go for it. I'd do like a lion or something or a tiger and see what would happen. Like what? start with an animal like that. Like a big fucking dangerous animal. I would just be away from it though. I'd inject it and then close the door and then see what it would do. What, I'm thinking of like little glimpses of the Bride of Reanimator. He gets like fucking a couple fingers. Yeah. Like he was stealing body parts from the hospital and he brought them home and he like... Got like four fingers and he put them like all together, like tied them together. Yeah. And put a little eyeball on it and put reanimator fluid on it. And it's there walking around the fucking <laughs> house and shit. Oh, that'd be cool. I'd try you to see it running around. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I would try all different type of shit then to see if what would work, you know? Why not? Yeah, fuck it. I'd in stuffed animals. I'd be squirting everything just to see what the fuck happens. That's stuffed animal. Why not? Maybe if it was made of meat. I would I would inject into a piece of steak, see if the steak starts fucking moving around. It's like inchworming. Yeah. <laughs> like inchworm. It's just slowly squishing across the table. <laughs> or in like a thing of like fucking or in a turkey. That'd be sweet. Well, that's it, how Thanksgiving came about. Right? Yeah, there you go. That would be cool to do a turkey like a like a store bought turkey or a store bought ham, something like that. Or like taxidermy and a fucking deer head on the wall. And that's how the scene from Evil Dead, with all the animals on the wall. I guess we're, we're clunk, we kind of didn't really talk about the ending. So, after Dr. Hill creates the zombie army, they're trying to kill West, uh, Barbara, and, and the other Dr. Kane. And then Barbara's dad kind of comes too. And it shows that they're not all a hive mind and that they actually, like, they could have their own thoughts eventually. You know, if they, like, continue with the series, like... Maybe down the road they are. They could have their own. You know, they're not just like bloodthirsty fucking killers. But then he. Yes, they are. For the most part, <laughs> but maybe not all the way. Maybe maybe there'd be one who's like actually like, I don't know, a smart Frankenstein. But he fucking kills Doctor Hill, crushes his head. He just keeps squeezing into his eyes, and you just see all the blood and stuff coming out of his face, and he just crushes his skull. He gets reanimated in uh, the. What's it? The Bride. Doctor Hill again. Did they make him with put bat wings on him or something? I have no fucking clue. I just, like, the this doctor who looks like he was the, god damn, what was it? The security guard to the morgue. He oh. looks exactly like that guy. <laughs> he I, was the fucking man. Honestly, he's he, like, fuck this shit. Like, he's like, fuck it. It's like, yeah. I just fuck this. The door like, blows open. He's like, fuck it and runs. <laughs> they don't pay him enough for that shit. They really they, don't. They don't. No. He, dude, it's the 80s. Probably I would like, run and I would report it. That's yeah. it. He's probably making like $7 an hour in the 80s to fucking deal with zombies and getting murdered. Yeah, no thanks. There's only so much a man can do. Yeah, no thank you. I'm happy he got out. I'm happy he lived. I liked him. In the end of uh, the Herbert West story, though, he does get ripped apart. Herbert West does? By all of the reanimated. Oh, so they kind of turn on him for well, bringing him back to life. Well, they're pissed off at him for bringing him back to life. Well, yeah, because like they're dead, so... You know, I mean, I guess what they could have done with them is bring them back, and then if they finally get one that could talk and that is, like, intelligent, say, like, what happened? I guess... They, they did. They, that's... Their main goal was... To see what happens in the afterlife. Yes. Ah, okay. And, uh... It's all black, and I saw nothing. <laughs> I, I saw nothing at all. <laughs> I can't remember what, what they said. What they're like, saw Jesus. He was pretty cool. <laughs> they saw uh, that. A lot of black, a lot of light. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Take it or leave it. Might have been in purgatory. <laughs> it wasn't bad. It wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, it was just a, it was like a little bit of a nap, I guess. And now here I am. Uh, put me back, though. <laughs> yeah. Take me out again, Herbert. But then, yeah, so they're trying to escape. And Barbara gets killed. I keep calling her Barbara. Her name's Megan. She's Barbara. Barbara. Barbarella. Barbarella. Megarella. She gets killed. And then they're carrying her through the hospital. And it kind of. It's the first scene again at the end where the first scene he's doing a CPR too long while he's doing a CPR on her trying to bring her back and she's dead. But he has that little bit of reanimator juice 
he sticks a needle in her neck and then you see the the screen goes black but all you see is like the the glowing green gets all the way low and then she screams and that is that's reanimated Herbert West had a lot of that fucking shit even though it got stolen yeah yeah, he had like a whole fridge full of it he's like oh fuck it I gotta go to my backup flask like (laughs) here drink it little baby yeah he I liked him though I liked Herbert West's character and I think um it would have been cool if they fucking rebooted this and made like either more movies or made series about it because I feel like there's so much you could do with it like even if like you use the you could even fucking say fuck the books and just make your own thing you know or or follow some of the books. I, I don't know. I feel like there's so much you could have done with him, like as a character itself. You know. I feel like there's only so much you could do with reanimating things. Yeah, but with him though, I I don't know. You could make uh, trilogy Max. You think so? It, it's old hat. I guess what they could have what they could do is like reboot. Nah, they shouldn't reboot the the same movies. I don't like when they remake something that's still good. Like, that still holds up. Reanimator still... This movie still holds up 100%. Like, you could watch this movie right now and be like, oh, it still looks good. There's some movies you watch and you're like, that looks like fucking shit. This should be remade with what we have now, to like what we know now. But this still holds up. But I, I feel like if they would reboot it, maybe make it some kind of series, and then they show him dying, you know? Like you said in the book, he gets killed. Like, maybe just make it and then follow the entire book series. And then see so when he's dying, he's like... Basically, he doesn't fight or anything. Like, I deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve this. <laughs> he doesn't say that, but I'm thinking. Like, he thinks it. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, well, you know. He definitely. Yeah. It's like, well, all right. I did fuck with all your bodies and stuff. So yeah. he didn't fuck the bodies. He fucked with them. Who knows? I mean, he might have fucked them. You never know. He probably did. Probably fucked that cat too. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah, he was nerdy. Yeah, he was nerdy and probably didn't have no pee pee touches. So. Sometimes you gotta get desperate and fuck a cat. That was a fucking great battle between him and the cat. Yeah, yeah. Like was. he was going ape shit on the fucking walls and stuff. Yeah, I mean, like the cat was a fucking zombie cat. What do you think was a better fight, the cat versus Herbert West, or the cat versus um, Cindy in Scary Movie Two, where it fucking boxes her up? <laughs> I, I love the fucking one in Reanimator. You like, do on his back and shit, <laughs> and you hear it screeching, and then. Uh, Megan fucking finds out that they're reanimating her dead cat. What a traumatic day. Her, her cat gets killed, reanimate it. It wasn't her, her cat. Killed. It was the guy's cat. Yeah. But and he didn't even give a shit. He didn't give a shit, but she did, you know? It's her cat by association they're dating. So it's like both of their cats, you know? It's like her. Yeah, they uh, shared custody of the damn thing. They might, dude. You never know. She might have a scratching pole at her house. And then the fuck, her dad gets fucking killed and reanimated. So, like, everything... He doesn't she- die. I, he's he's dead. Actually, well, what's it in the book? He is actually locked up as an insane person. They don't know. He's, if he's smashing dead or his head off like the wall for sixteen years. <laughs> it says like that's what I would rather just die. Yeah, he escaped somehow though. Maybe it's Hulk strength. Maybe ah. the longer he stays animated, I wonder like if they stay animated long, do they start like deteriorating? Do they start um like rotting? Because they're dead, right? They're or, are their organs also dead inside when they start rotting from the inside out? Well, you figure if, if you get reanimated and there's like basic functions or whatever, like your heartbeat, like if your heart's working, you're pumping blood, you're, you're doing all that stuff, you're at, you have body functions, you're, you're going to be able to piss, you're going to be able to eat. Uh, so you think they, they piss and shit? Yeah, definitely. Hmm. I didn't think they would. I didn't think they would eat anything. They wouldn't be hungry. You know? Because they're dead. Well, things could only... Like, even if you could reanimate just a head. I figure that it would only be able to last so long because of how much nutrients it would have to go through to even make basic functions. Because it would be like eating itself. Yeah. and But even if it is that, if you do reanimate it, I mean, you feed it and just the fucking food just falls out of its throat hole. You know? <laughs> well, that's why... It's not actually getting, like, processed and absorbed anywhere. Well, you could honestly just live if you were hooked up to another person, like, through, like, channels or whatever, just, like, you're feeding me blood into my system. And, like, my bad blood's going into you. Like, you could actually support my my body just from the blood. I just thought of that goofy-ass fucking movie where, like... Uh, well, that's what I was saying. Like, remember when he got blood poured all over him? Mm-hmm. 
Well, maybe his fucking veins and stuff were sucking the blood up into his head. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. They don't really go into detail, which I no. like. I like how they leave a lot of the, like, the little details that we're going talking about. They leave all that shit out, which... It's not important, but it's just something like it's like talking points, you know. No, oh, why not? With bullshit about. It. Yeah, it's very easy to talk about this movie. This movie was good, man. Like, I feel like we could probably wrap this one up. I never wrap it up. Never. Never. <laughs> I uh, I like this. I mean, no, but I I really enjoy this movie. I think that it held it held up, ugh, fucking held up so well. Like, it's one of those movies that you could turn on, watch, enjoy it. And not say like, ooh, at that age poorly, or ooh, this age poorly. Like, the movie was just good. I know Dylan fucking hated it. Always hated it. But I don't know how. I don't know how either. This was really fucking good. What was Brandon's opinion on it? I can't remember. He's a big H.P. Lovecraft fan, so he probably liked it. He probably didn't watch it. <laughs> he watched the, the Kill Count from uh, Dead Meat. Yeah, he watched someone else's opinions. <laughs> He's like, all right, those those people said that they really enjoyed it, so I also enjoyed it. No, I, yeah, I, like I said, the kills were good, the gore was good, the special, everything was everything was good. This movie was, this is a must watch. I'm giving this a, I'm giving this a nine out of ten. Nine, Dylan getting, you know that eyeball thing that you said, the eyeball finger thing? That thing fingering Dylan at a Creed concert, nine out of ten. Hmm. Bad. Um, just the practical effects alone. I love practical effects because I make a lot of things like that. Yeah, you're like, kind of in that uh, that realm there. Yeah, so it like really sparks my interest when I see shit like that. Like I see how it's done. Not to cut you off here, but um, do you have like any people who like not inspire you, but like you know like certain certain practical effects artists like look to like Tom Savini's work or looks look to like Cronenberg's uh, type of shit. Like, is there anything that like draws you in that you would like to uh replicate or something that like inspires you to make the stuff that you do honestly lovecraftian shit okay like but I, is there any spe- like specific like effects artist or no oh uh, not really um that and like cryptids pretty much like you'll see the rake or uh chupacabra like people that like make stuff like that i see so many iterations of it and I make my own. But, okay. like, I kind of pull it from the Lovecraftian universe half the time. Okay. If I'm, like, going for it. But, like, in real world, no. I don't really idolize anybody. I figure out how to do shit on my own. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Like, I see things like, oh, that's cool. I could do that better. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I got fucking you. know. All right. I just didn't know if, like, you're like, oh, yeah, I really like... Cronenberg's work or this person's work or that person's work. Or I whatever. don't know anybody and I, I don't think I've ever idolized anybody. That's a good thing though. I, was, I, I don't have enough time to pay attention to what they do. <laughs> you don't know shit about pop culture. No, I don't want to. Like, or people, especially like when we're doing these movies, I feel like you know Nick Cage and that's about it. Nah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but anyway, I know to, who to hate. <laughs> you love him, dude. I deep, love to hate him. Deep down, you're, you love him. I, I hate things that are so similar to me. <laughs> but I interrupted you, so your thoughts. My thought. But yeah, the practical effects alone are just so amazing, like in my eyes, especially for the time. Uh, the directing and the acting was all pristine, like Herbert West was was mad, but like very intelligent and driven, like in every single scene. It's like they did not break character at all during the whole time. Like, not one of them. Um, I, I would have to give this probably 9 out of 10 zombie tits out of 10. <laughs> Floppy, burnt zombie tits in a morgue out of 10. Do you, do you want to see what Dylan thinks about it? Sure. Mm, hated it. I always hated it. it. It was terrible. Um... Wasn't deep enough for me. Uh, Couldn't compare, compare it to Gilmore Girls. Yeah, no, no one from Gilmore Girls was in it, or or Gossip Girl. Uh, That's a Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. I also like Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I don't know. I'm gonna give this a four out of ten. Uh, me getting fingered at a Creed concert by that little eye monster thing. And that concludes yet another episode of the Beebin, the podcast where your host talk about your favorite horror movies. Sometimes. If you like what you hear, <laughs> wait, shit, what does he say? Oh, if you like what you hear, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Horror. Give us a five-star review. really helps us out. 
Um, also, send Fred your dick pics. You could put glow stick stuff on them. And that's at bevenhorror at gmail.com. I am botching this because I cannot remember what Dylan says. Fuck it. <laughs> um, You'll probably just listen to the end of a podcast and then just fucking re-record. redo it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's about we it. We love you. I don't. Finn.